Hey guys, this is Crazy Juicy Love Entrepreneurial Series. I'm going to be talking with top CEOs, creators, top entrepreneurs, and they're going to be sharing their mistakes, tools, tips, and insights to get you to get out of your bed and have a career that you love. This is Crazy Juicy Love Entrepreneurial Series. There's a podcast I love. It's called The Producer's Perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It's from the producer Ken Davenport. He's mm-hmm. a podcast where he invites uh, playwrights, producers, uh, leading men, uh, musical directors, and he talks about the producer of the whole experience. Mm-hmm. So there's a community that he created, The Producer's Perspective Pro, that basically is like a, like a subscription basis. Like every, every month is $97. Mm-hmm. But they get access to webinars to get like uh, conferences or a long list of lessons mm-hmm. about producing being a playwright being a producer or an actor so I was always scared because of the amount of money that I had to pay per month but uh, today like well lately I've been reading a lot and listening to a lot of speeches and there was one that says specifically don't live a small life just to uh, look good for others mm-hmm. and that is when I activated I said like you know, you know what no I came here to live fully to live big and if I want if I had to take the the step into joining this and learning more then I'll do it and then it can turn into a lot of a lot of gifts that then I can share Mm. So I said, uh, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I made a subscription. Now I'm paying in 90 cents a month. And as soon as I got into the subscription, I got this insane amount of information. I literally cannot describe it. I was so happy because those kind of things is the one things I, I always wanted to have. And now they're literally one click away. Hands, yeah. and, it, and it took only one click for me to say, like, <laughs> yes, right. I'm in. Right. You know, it's amazing of how that moment, it's like, you know, you know, one of the things that stopped a lot of people and definitely entrepreneurs as you come up, I guess you come up against it more often, especially you, I'm sure being an artistic director and producer, starting your own company, starting your own theater, producing shows, like money is a (laughs) a thing. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, it is so true, you know, the minute you make that payment, um, it really shifts your whole world because now the information and the access that you have is going to give you more tools, more access to people that are in a different level. It's going to take you to that next level. That's going to bring you up. Your company is going to change your finances immensely. So that $97 is like really nothing. Um, Just like making that decision. That's the hard part for a lot of people. Like make that decision. Um, I know we're already sort of going into the podcast. It's really great. 
I'm just gonna quickly introduce you. So this is Malcolm. Uh, he's a artistic artistic director and producer. Uh, I think it's Chihemi. That's the theater company from Argentina, right? I don't know if I said it right. I think I put yeah. That is Cuchame. Cuchame, which I looked up, which means spoon. But what does it mean for you? <laughs> so, so in Argentina, we uh, we say escuchame, which is listen, right? But uh, one thing that we do in the Argentinian slang is sometimes we cut the first syllabus of the uh, word. So mm-hmm. instead, instead of escuchame, it will be cuchame. Mm-hmm. So basically, it will be like listen. Uh, listen to the theater, listen to the theater company. Oh, that's well. That explains mm-hmm. a lot about what you said on your, um, like you know, creating a voice for listen to us. We want to be here. We want to create a voice for, um, for I guess our Argentina. Like, is it Spanish artists? So you, what was the purpose of you creating, co-creating this? Um, this adventure, this theater company. So specifically, it was um, out of just giving giving back my life. Specifically, so uh, three years ago, I went to Argentina uh, after an injury that I thought that, that it was just a thing that I can get back from. So what happened is that I went to Argentina, and doctors told me that it was a pathology which I was born to. So doctors told me it has no cure whatsoever. It's in my both knees. So they told me specifically, don't do any physical activity. From that moment, I was a dancer. And for me, it was one of the worst uh, notice that you can ever have. After seven months uh, with completed like depression and everything, I said, you know, I'm not gonna give up. And I love art. I want to give to this community. And then from the first moment to the next one, I bought the right for a musical mm. that was in Broadway, t- title show. And I decided to produce it in Argentina without any training whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. And so talk to me about, I know you, I'm looking at your website here and um, it was something you said about, you know, demanding to be heard. Like, why? Because I see that all over what you, <laughs> you know, your website or your Facebook and your social media. So why is that important to you? Like, listen, like, dem- like being de- being a demand to be heard. Like, why is that important for your for you and your company? Specifically because I, I believe that there are messages that are meant to be shared. I feel like if communication is not there, if art is not there, then we're not be able to be inspired. Right. Communication is what makes makes us go forward. So it all starts with the language, with whatever we say. And if there's, I always remember um, when I was uh, 15. You know, I had a singing teacher that she told me like I could sing, that I could, that I could uh, just share who I was. In that moment, I didn't even think that I was possible. But then I just listened to her, and just because of that, she opened uh, she opened a door for me. Mm. So if yeah, so basically it's, it's that like if there can be somebody in the member of the audience which I can show them the door, then that's what I want in my life. I want to be that that wow. guy, so we can 
just go through the door yourself. But why is that important to you? Because I, you know, as a lot of theater companies does, you know, a lot of different mm-hmm. things for entertainment, um, mm-hmm. but specifically, and it, or maybe even personally, like why, mm-hmm. what is important, why is it important to show people through the door, like the door through like inspiration? Like what is it specifically you want people to find through that door? I want to find themselves in empowering. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't produce plays that do not inspire me. Mm. I only choose things that truly inspires me and, and leaves me with something inside of my heart, with faith in humanity. And wow. though, those are the kind of plays that I want to produce. Those are the kind of plays that I want for other people to see and get in that conversation where they can impact in their lives to them and to others. Mm. And specifically, like in Argentina, because I know you're growing more here, here in in the United States. Like, what what do you want to empower people? What do you want to leave people with? Like, what's the conversation that you you have in one of your plays? Well, so specifically for the people in Argentina, one thing that is really is important for me, especially now that there's like a lot of economic crisis, mm-hmm. is that you can still produce theater you can still have this community you can still make it work do not throw the towel do not go to the easy way out because there's something that we haven't haven't gone through yet right and that's one thing that uh, i'm i'm learning here about the producing side of uh, a theater that's not in argentina right. right here my call is for international people even though you you, uh, you don't have a green card you you can have quality theater that you can create right if i can do that and make a structure and make like people understand that they can do what they want mm-hmm. if, they, they say they, if they say if they say they're gonna do something then i can then i can be there to support them and do it and not yeah. be scared because yeah i'm i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna night i'm also very scared from time to time but one thing that uh, always I always put myself into my head is that uh, I'm not gonna do small things. I'm going full on. I'm playing the game, so, even though I have to take risk because that's will when we go forward. Right. And so, what what are some of the fears that come up for you? Because I know I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in theater, like. You know, I used to be an actor, and I know sometimes it's, it, it can be like a, it seemed like a huge risk, and people put all their money in their in, in one basket, you know, and hope and hope for the best. So, what, you know, what are some of the fears that you come up against, and how do you how do you push against? Because I know you value personal growth, so you know, what fears do you still come up against, and and how do you keep? pushing forward how do you keep inspiring yourself how do you how do you stay motivated and alive and and inspiring others well specifically being a producer the main fear is money of course (laughs) but also there's uh, the fear of not getting those people that can be investors to uh, believe in your in your work so it it takes a it takes a lot of you know just stepping outside of that box because that fear is only one like a, a predictable future that I'm creating in myself. This it will happen because I'm worrying about this, but 
maybe not. Maybe I, I could just can take one one step to the side and say like, okay, I'm just gonna talk to that person and I'm gonna just listen to what what he or she is saying. Then that will give me a roadmap of how can I enter to the world and say like, hey, this is what I'm creating, mm. and I want you to be part of it. Yes. Like how- being being always. Yes, sorry. No, just well, how do you step out of that, that box? Because I know for me too, like mm-hmm. as a coach, you know, you want to, you know, as an entrepreneur, you want to thrive, you want to like grow your business. And then, you know, you always get stuck into this dialogue in your head that ultimately is the thing that's stopping you, right? And you you play this dance of like, am I not good enough? What if they don't like it? You know, mm-hmm. and but so how do you, well, what do you say to yourself? How do you how do you push through that that moment to like? How do you stay committed? Uh, I would I would say that I'm always committed if I have actions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or else, or else, no. Nothing. Right. Because I because I can because I can say like, hey, I'm committed to to this, but. If I don't have an action plan, then that's only going to be a wish. It's not going to be a commitment. Right. It's like a wishful thinking. It's like, (laughs) you know, right. Yeah. I agree. Right. It's like, yes, I would love to have $1 million in this moment. Mm. No? No. No. Nothing? All right. (laughs) Right. Uh, What are some of the the mistakes that you've made that you've learned (laughs) and that you've grown from? Well, uh, if, I would say that specifically uh, by one of the mistakes I made a lot is that I put all the weight of the projects in myself. That it was really difficult for me to delegate. I knew that if I would do things myself, they were going to work. Even when I was uh, in the university, I did a couple of projects. When I did it in groups, uh, group uh, sessions, the project I remember it was average, but when I did it by myself, it was uh, A plus. Right. So I I grew into this mindful the mindset is that I don't need anybody, mm. and I and I could do this my myself. But then that took a lot of my mental health, a lot of my peace of mind, uh, also, but also trust. Trust was always an issue for me. And what I learned through time, specifically being in a theater, that it, theater is all about collaboration. Mm, Every yeah. time you see a, a, a play on stage, you can see only the actors, but there's also the lighting designers, right. the prop, singing designers, stage combat. There's like a lot of people who, that we don't see. They're like the silent heroes, but right. nobody applauds. Right. And you can see that how everything is a collaboration, it's, and it's all about it. Just knowing that, okay, we're going to do this, but it's not going to go the way I think. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go like the way, the the whole structure that I thought it was going to happen. No, it might change because life happens. Right. And because life happens, there's nothing definitive. Right. And there's all only probabilities, possibilities. Yeah. So if those possibilities are going to happen, then if I'm going to attack it with this is going to happen like this, then I'm gonna, I'm, I already started with the left foot. Right. It's all, all about collaborations, like seeing the designer. What, what do you feel? 
that you see and then maybe I, I she or he sees something that I do not see in the beginning and that allows me to open to a new realm right and then that happens with a lot of people right and it's so beautiful what you you're saying too and I really love that because you know it is everything is collaboration no matter what job no matter even if you're an entrepreneur it's it's like so critical but it's also critical too to surround yourself when you're collaborating with people you you like you trust you know the opinion mm-hmm. and that who are not going to be afraid to just say the thing that needs to be said to order to be created you know and and i find as i as a coach i'm like getting into this sort of business coaching as well you know mm-hmm. I remember there's a friend of mine, he's uh, producing a film and he's going to do it all on his own. He's going to like do, uh, you know, the directing, he's going to do the writing, he's going to hire the actors, he's going to do, he's going to do, I was just like, okay, I'm going to stop you. <laughs> I was like, you <laughs> need a DP. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, why do, I, why do I need a DP? I'm just like, let me tell you, if you think you're going to do this all on your own, you're going to burn out quickly. I'm like, you need to hire yes. a DP right yes. now. He did. He was like, oh my God, thank <laughs> God I, I did, you know, um, hire a DP. Uh, because mm-hmm. it when you're like a producer, and he's a producer too, like raising all the money, like that's a lot of hats to be to be, to be be worn. And you can't keep track of every single thing. You always need an objective mm-hmm. eye to really contribute to uplifting and bringing out the best in you hopefully they will bring in the best out of you so my question leading to is like what are some of the common mistakes you see as a producer and artist artist director that other young producers they make and you wish that they knew this thing i believe that one important thing that i saw now that i have more experience is what's in it for me Mm. because then it's it's about you it's not about the others it's not about empowering the others like my mission my quest specifically is to make sure that the actor doesn't doesn't have to worry about anything because I took care of, of you so as a senior designer so as a prom designer and that takes a lot of responsibility And mm-hmm. I see a lot of people that sometimes say like, you know, this is this is going to be my way, my way, my way. Right. And then it, it actually happened this uh, this beginning of the year. I I started to uh, collaborate in a project and it was not, as a non-profit that we are starting with a friend. And that friend uh, from one day to the others uh, said, uh, I don't need you anymore. And I'll... A part of me was really hurt because you know I gave her my time. I gave her like a lot of collaboration, and out of nowhere, she wanted the things her way. And instead of just uh, talking out and maybe learn together, she chose to cut ties without having any conversation whatsoever. Mm. You know, people people tend to go with what they what they know and what's secure for them. Right. And sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes right. it's about how could I open myself and step outside of my ego and say like I'm learning and let's do it together. What worries you? What worries me? Great, let's work it out. 
right. and that alone it, it turns a tiny project into something that has a lot of potential because as long as there's authenticity uh, loves responsibility organization then that is the basis of a great impact that your project will have right because you're really getting down what you just said like being is about the authenticity that you bring to the table and because when you're when it's all about you you're really not really making an impact on anything but you you know because you're basically showboating and you know I, I and I see a lot of actors. I wonder how do you deal with this when you're hiring actors and performers when you see them, it's all about them and not about the work. So because it does impact how one, how they show up in rehearsal, how you deal with them as a director, producer, and how that it creates the dynamic within the show. So how do you deal with as a producer? those kind of like personalities um, when they when it all comes together to create a piece well specifically I start with agreements let's say that we start a project okay in three weeks I want you to be off book so let's honor that agreement together if there's something that you're struggling with just get in contact with your castmate do something and I'm always there to be the, the middleman Mm-hmm. that gives you like uh, like a moment where I can coach them to find answers. I always have like an open door agreement with my actors. If there's something that really, uh, really puts you a lot of fear, then call me. I had a, actually two, uh, a month ago, we're about to open a show. So what happened is that it was in English and in Spanish. So for Spanish, we uh, rehearsed for three months. And for English, we only rehearsed for three weeks. Because we uh, we kind of like did the whole translation in that period. So basically what happened is that one week away from the opening, one, uh, two of the actresses were not feeling confident. So they were calling to make only the, the whole play in Spanish. So then uh, I we had a conversation. It was, I literally had only 20 minutes because they told me that same day. So I said, okay, guys, we're going to do a conference. 20 minutes is only the only time I have for you guys. So I went directly to the point. Okay, so what is what is going on? One of the actresses said, well, I'm not feeling confident. I feel like whenever I do the, the text in Spanish, I feel really great. But when I do it in English, I think about my accent. I think about my rhythm, like a lot of things. And then I, uh, I said, okay, great, perfect. So that's not working, right? So let's do this. Let's say it's opening night. In the, in, in the English version. And you can bring a lot of your friends that don't know Spanish and they congratulate you for the amazing work I, that you did. How would that look for you? How would you feel if you could do that? They say like, it would be, I would be really happy. I would be really empowered. I feel like I would have done a big challenge. And then I said like, great. If you could do that, would you do it? Yes, of course. And I said, like, great. So what does it take to do that? And then and it totally changed. Then I had to, I had to uh, cut my conversation because I had to go to another meeting. But when I, when I got out of that meeting, I was 
received texts where they were saying like, thank you. We're putting more rehearsals and we're going to do the show in English. And that happened. They made the show in English. Wow. And they brought an amazing amount of people. But it's only because I tackled specifically what they were fearing, but also what, how they feel if they would achieve it. A lot of people, they don't do things because they are scared to do it. Right. But they, sometimes they don't take the time to see like, how will be the world if you do what you say you're going to do? Right. What would you gain? You, you know, that's what I always, I always tackle with my actors and I never invalidate them because it's valid their fear right I, I really love that I mean basically you coached them you know um, <laughs> you know <Yeah>. and <laughs> I mean I'm just, oh, he's coaching them you know um, mm -hmm. but is is that something that because I, I could see that being very valuable to everyone and particularly the actors you know, to mm -hmm. really coach them out of that disempowering state, out of that like dialogue that had gone in their head, you really mm -hmm. gave them some some confidence and um, mm -hmm. the tenacity, and allowed them to discover the actions that they needed to take to make that happen for themselves. Like you didn't really give them the answer, but you gave them the space by asking the right questions to do that. And it's so beautiful that you you did that. Um, because I see, you know, from my experience as an actor, a lot, of, I, a lot of producers or directors don't come from that space of basically coaching. Um, so, like, how did that even come? Like, was that something that you normally do? Is that something that you learned? Or you just, like, was playing around? Like, because it, it, it's, it's very effective. So how did you, and, um, at least I see it as the fact of like, how did you even start to play with that idea of like coaching them, coaching your actors? I would say specifically is that uh, I, well, I had the chance to go through the transformational education, which gave me like a whole different perspective about things, about how I, I, I live life. And um, I feel like that specifically was the moment I did the click. When I say that, you know, I had reasons not to do things. <laughs> but yeah, those reasons are just things that happen and they don't necessarily have to happen. Right. Well, I'm curious about that, you know, your transformation of education. So I, I just chose one specific thing in a lot of things, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm curious of like, you know, the work you do in yourself, you know, your personal growth work and how that transformation work helped you. Like what was life like before? And especially particularly with your, you know, with your business, like how did that education really help you transform a specific area in your life? Like what was life before? What was the click? And then how is life now? Uh, the life before the transformation education it was uh surrounded by a lot of fears a lot of uh just always uh comparing myself to others uh just being safe in what i what i was doing i was working two jobs but that's literally was my nine to five basically wow. so 
if I'm gonna if I'm gonna let my past dictate my emotions, but an action just can set them free, then that means that if every with every action that I do that looks towards creating a possibility in being abundance, being leadership, entrepreneur uh, opportunities, then it, with that action I'll make it happen. Right. And after that, I've been unstoppable because I didn't need to find any reason why not to do things. Mm. Now that I do, now that I knew that I didn't I did not need any reasons, is great. Because then it's like there's there's no rules for being limitless. On the contrary, I don't believe in the impossible. I, I believe in the impossible. Mm. That that alone, just right now, it gave, it gave me the opportunity. Right now, I'm working on a secret project and can give <laughs> any details yet. But I've been working uh, since since a year and a half. He said, "Yes, let's start have any phone calls." So fast forward. Uh, Until now, I'm about to sign a contract to do an off-Broadway production. Oh wow! This year, and mind you, I never, never saw him face to face. We only talk by the phone, and we're about to finish a deal like this. Now, can you tell me that that is that is is unreasonable? Is that impossible? Well, I made it possible. Because I believe in what it's like to have an action, also have the action to be uh, to have empathy for the other person, not to or not to invalidate them. To say like, okay, what is your fear? What's can we validate your fear? Great, let's work that together. I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. And from there, we'll be we'll gonna build. And I came to the transformation education specifically because <laughs> this is a funny thing. I said I just wanted to trust people, and now mm. literally I'm in an outbreak production with a guy I never seen face to face. Wow, now, I mean, that is the meaning of trusting people. Wow, I mean you're doing so uh, amazing. Oh. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I just. Well, please make sure you invite me to this off-Broadway <laughs> thing. When do you expect it to be up? Like, uh, is there like a time frame you can say? Mm-hmm. It will be by the end of the in the moment I I can sign everything and make it legal. I can give you all the details. Okay. All right. Cool. Just like I'm, fo- I'm following a, a, agreements with my team. Yeah, rightfully you should. There you, you go. Know. Agreements are important, just like you also, said. <laughs> Always, always. <laughs> uh, so, what are some? You know, we're coming towards the end here. What What are some like quick tips or advice that you can give someone who's considering being an artistic director or considering being a producer? Mm. Like, what What tips or advice that have you within you or somebody give you that you can pass along to someone else? Uh, this is so. This a really difficult question for me, honestly, <laughs> because you're so full um, of wisdom. Because no, but but me, I don't. Yes, I have wisdom. 
I truly acknowledge that, but then also I don't know everything. Right. right. So I'm always putting myself, putting myself in being the learner, knowing that things are going to happen, and you know what it would take me to be a leader in a fear company. I would start from there because I feel like everybody has their own different formulas and everything. Me personally. I say I always said to me like okay if I want to have the the um, the whole thing of being a, a producer then that means that I need to know about producing I need to know about a place I need to know about uh, finances which I hated back then oh. but that's a responsibility right right so I start or I I would say start from the end not from the beginning. Because the beginning, what would be the first step? But if you start from the end, say like, okay, I'm gonna be the most amazing artistic director ever. Then that, then from there, I would know what are the responsibilities. I always put myself in the member of the audience, the theater, that's, that is mesmerized by the production they just seen. Right. What would they say? Oh, it was amazing! I feel like the whole lightning was on point. I feel like the the libretto was amazing. It really inspired me. And then, from there, I tackled my responsibilities. So this member of the audience, which I know it's me, has been wowed by this production. Then I know specifically now being me and myself as a producer, which are my responsibilities to make this happen. Mm. I don't know if I was clear about that, but. Yeah, I mean, like what you're saying, you know, well, it's a technique that also, you know, a lot of coaches use, like uh, our motivational speaker, like using the end in mind, because then you can track backwards to what you're creating. And then you can just, this really allows you to visualize everything that is going to unfold. So basically it's a technique called unfolding. So you're, you know, you start with the end in mind. So how long this is going to take and then you work like, from let's say September, you know, on to like now March, and then all the steps are going to take to like really mm-hmm. create this amazing production that you're saying. Who is an amazing lighting designer that's going to recapture really what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you know, that's really you know some really solid mm-hmm. advice for, mm-hmm. and I really thank you for sharing that. Um, so some quick mm-hmm. questions before we end here, which I ask everybody. Uh, so, mm-hmm. what is a life of of love means to you? The life of love is a, li- a life where I can live fully, where I have n- no fear of anything, where I don't have to resign anything, mm. but I, I can empower me and the other person. And that's a life that is worth living for. Mm. And how do you get out of your, your way as a producer so you can stay in action? I always say like I have my commitment with my projects and I have commitment with love and mm. therefore there are pri- there are priorities right and because there are priorities it's not that I'm resigning some for something no I make things work and I right. make them authentically where I can have communication right wow I love that I love there's, that there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing like this the excuse of there's no time you can make that time always, but it always takes an action. That's all. Right. 
And I'm glad you said that because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have no time. And, you know, and I think it's Gary V who said, you know, there's always time. You can make time. Look where you're spending your time and start deleting some yeah. things, especially if you're in social media all the time. Like, yeah. don't spend much time on XYZ when you could be spending more time of like, reading especially if you're in new york city the train is, oh <laughs> is big on reading <laughs> and educating your mind mm-hmm. listening to books yeah. listening to people like you and mm-hmm. others that who have done it before and listen mm-hmm. for the clues like there's mm-hmm. always time um mm-hmm. so what does a juicy love life looks like to you a juicy love life hmm Mm-hmm. That's a really, really, really tasty question. Um, I would, I would say like a juicy love life. Oh my god, it'd be a, it'd be a life where there's nothing but wonder. Mm. There's nothing but learning. There, and specifically, I'm out of my head all the time. When I disappear, when my <laughs> when I disappear and my my worries disappear, when I disappear in what I want, and then I just share and receive, that is a life I want to get. That is, that for me would be a juicy love life. Mm, wow, I love I love 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 that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and finally, where can people find you online in your company? You whatever you want to share. Sure, you can find me uh, in Instagram at Malk, M-A-L-K underscore March. And also you can find my company. Now we have an Instagram. It's uh, at kuchame.theater.co. And also we have our, our profiles in Facebook and Twitter. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And I just learned so much from you um, that you coach on the side, your people, and I really love what you do. And um, I love- <laughs> uh, I'm for real. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to steal what he's doing. <laughs> and um, I look forward to seeing your work, man, in New York City. And uh, <laughs> you better not be hiding out. Um, and um, I look forward to seeing you around and um, experiencing what mm. you create. Sure, and I'm definitely gonna make make you come when <laughs> we open the show. It's 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 a it's a style of theater that hasn't been made in the United States. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Got me wondering now. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna make an impact. I'm fully aware of that, and that's what I'm working on. I'm gonna. I'm giving my word that that's gonna happen. Yes. I can't wait. Hey guys. So don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at Jimmy Allen and Twitter simply jimmy and don't forget to rate rate subscribe comment and share this podcast if you enjoyed it thank you guys for joining me this is jimmy allen with crazy juicy love hey guys are you ready to call in your one 
Are you ready to become wildly magnetic to the partner that you deserve and start creating that crazy, juicy love? Well, I am offering a discount package when you listen to this podcast. So when you listen to this podcast, you follow me on Instagram, you DM me and say, you listen to this podcast, and I will offer you a discount on a seven-week session. Crazy, juicy love.